Good afternoon and hope you're having a wonderful Wednesday. You know what Wednesdays mean. It's a brand new episode of Health by Heather Hirsch. I am so excited you have hit play. In this week's episode, I interviewed Dr. Carolyn Moyers. She's an OB-GYN in Texas who did osteopathic um training and she delivers her osteopathic training into her integrative OBGYN practice. And it's such an exciting episode to come after last week's episode on pelvic floor health and just thinking about how we can look at women's reproductive health holistically and integratively. I know you're going to love this week's episode. So without further ado, let's get right into it. Welcome to Health by Heather Hirsch, a podcast dedicated to uncovering many of the women's health issues many of us are wondering about, but few of us are talking about. My mission is to expose the current gaps in knowledge and care on all things women's health. Enjoy. Today's podcast episode is sponsored by Evia. Evia is the first ever app that utilizes the science-backed technique of using hypnotherapy to effectively manage your hot flashes and night sweats naturally. Hypnotherapy is supported by NAMS, the North American Menopause Society, is a proven mechanism to calm the body's stress response to bothersome hot flashes. Now with the Evia app, that's simply E-V-I-A in the app store, you will learn to soothe both day and night symptoms without the use of medications. You'll be able to track and evaluate your symptoms and so much more. They have a core five-week program that is Dr. Hirsch approved for at-home support. Start your seven-day free trial at eviamenopause.com slash Heather, which is E-V-I-A-M-E-N-O-P-A-U-S-E.com slash Heather, or check the link in the description to get started. I'm so excited. We're finally getting to have you on my show, Carolyn. This is so exciting. Yes. Thanks for having me. I'm delighted. And you guys are going to hear very, um, couldn't, couldn't have matched this up a little bit more, but you probably hear baby Brody in the background of this podcast. Um, so he was actually featured on your podcast, right? Right. right. (laughs) On the episode I did with you. So I, I'm, just delighted to have you on the show. And this week we've been talking a lot about pelvic floor health and how, um, what happens, you know, either before pregnancy or during pregnancy or postpartum kind of, um, changes the way our body is and functions, uh, forever, forever more. And so I want to kind of just you know, with that idea in mind from last week's episode on pelvic floor health, just kind of tell my listeners a little bit about your background and what you do. Yeah, sure. So I am an OB-GYN. I am a, a wife, a mom of four, and an OB-GYN, a podcaster and an entrepreneur. Um, in the height of the pandemic in 2020, um, I started Sky Women's Health, which was born out of this idea of really wanting to practice authentically. And as you know, in OB-GYN life, it is busy and crazy and babies do not listen to the clock. And um, after doing hospitalist work and private practice, I just said, I'm going to create a practice that is authentic to how I want to care for women. And I see that women are really craving to be heard, to be seen, to be valued, 
to have a part in their decision-making in healthcare. And so I kind of came back to my roots in osteopathic medicine, which um, the principles, you know, stress the importance of the body's own natural healing powers and the importance of the musculoskeletal system um, and in its general well-being and how it impacts the entire body and how it's all interconnected. So it's this mind, body, spirit idea of practice. And so um, in, it wasn't an easy journey though in creating this practice because I loved everything about OBGYN. I loved all the nuances and the variety. Mm-hmm. Um, but as I just became really intentional with it, I remembered I did this neuromusculoskeletal medicine fellowship. That and- is so cool. Tell us more. <laughs> So I did this plus one and got an, in addition to that, did a a master's degree in clinical research and education and had this hands-on experience to diagnose, treat, and prevent illness and injury. And I thought, what makes me unique? This was what I was challenged with by my mentors. What makes you unique as an OBGYN? And I thought in a town of a hundred OBGYNs, what in the world? makes me unique. (laughs) And it's this hands-on treatment that I have where I can help patients. You know, I adjust the muscles, the joints, and use these techniques of stretching, gentle pressure, resistance to really help women to realign and to feel strengthened and empowered in their bodies. And so we apply this in several ways. One in pregnancy, because our pelvis, you know, the pelvic girdle widens, that tilts forward. We have this increase in our lumbar lordosis, all of these changes that our trunk and our pelvic joints are going through in pregnancy. We apply this a lot to pregnancy for sciatic and hip pain and numbness and swelling, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Also for chronic pelvic pain and severe menstrual cramps. And in that peri-postmenopausal phase where we have so many different changes and a lot of people are like, yeah, really is this kind of um, voodoo, right? <laughs> it's not because we oh, have so no, many no. musculoskeletal changes. Um, yes. If you just think about the anatomy and how our ovaries are innervated by the spinal cords at the thoracic area and our uterus is innervated from the lumbar region and just all of these, these interconnected um, of our body um, if we think about how we can impact that through our everyday, the everyday um, activities that we do, right? Whether it's how we're sitting or lying or standing that is impacting our pain or how we're holding baby afterwards, right? We're not engaging mm-hmm. our core mm-hmm. and we've got that hip swayed out and baby on one side. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I sure do. I'm doing it at the moment. <laughs> Right. And so we have partnered with pelvic floor physical therapy. So we have a multidisciplinary approach within Sky Women's Health. So I provide gynecology and osteopathy, and then we have pelvic floor physical therapy. And we have just brought on IBCLC trained pediatrician who's doing pediatric and um, breastfeeding medicine. I wish we had something like that. I wish this idea was more widespread because I can imagine the ability to be able to follow someone through several of these life stages is one, probably so satisfying, but two, also for the patient is probably so much more, um, multidisciplinary, holistic, linear, however you want to say it. I mean, just, just overall, I could see there's probably a big satisfaction in terms of providers and your patients. 
Yes, absolutely. Yeah. I think that my favorite part is women's stories, right? And knowing women at their core Mm -hmm. and really helping them through this. So while I'm not providing the primary OB care, I am definitely an extension of their OB because I am counseling them through several things that may have happened in their OB visit or questions that have arisen since then. And they may not have gotten a hold of their provider or, you know, my provider said this and they just are in a tizzy over what was said. And I, mm-hmm. I can, I can decode it for them. Right. And so mm-hmm. I love being an extension of that and just mm-hmm. really being able to, to hear them, to listen to them. You know, I've had women who ha- maybe haven't seen a gynecologist for eight years because of what happened in their pregnancy, mm-hmm. but they truly need um, care at that point, you know, and they're like crossing their fingers and toes, hoping that everything is okay. <laughs> and to yeah. have them cry in that session and have a 30 minute or hour space to really be seen and heard and their opinions matter. And yeah. for them to leave and say, I've never felt so taken care of yeah. in a doctor's visit before. It's just like, I mean, it's like the clouds part. And I'm like, yeah. this is why we are doing this. You know, yeah. it's unique, it's different, it's out of the box, but um, really offering that quality care throughout the stages is so rewarding. Oh, makes it all so worth it. Something you said while you were just talking made me want to ask you if you see and deal a lot with trauma or PTSD from births or pregnancies or deliveries, because I think that's such a big psychological component that the system currently isn't set up for OBGYNs to like kind of best handle. And so it's often just kind of left. And, um, you know, if you do see that, do you see that like impacting just our alignments? Yeah. Well, we know if we have trauma in the musculoskeletal system, that we're going to have these stress patterns that kind of alternate throughout the body. And, um, yes, it has arisen many times that women have found me because they like the model and, it generally comes up at some point in their visit that either it was birth trauma or it was a sexual assault that they didn't receive therapy for, or maybe they're in therapy, but they haven't had a a pelvic exam since. Mm -hmm. Um, And so it's really interesting to that, that they choose me. I feel like whenever you Mm -hmm. put out the energy that, you you know, the right people find you and um, being able to address their care and, and do simple things like, when we take a deep breath and we inhale, the pelvic floor naturally relaxes. It's like a diaphragm and it naturally relaxes. And so if I can have them do that before even doing an exam, explaining to them what I'm doing through the process, you know, asking them to take that big deep breath and inserting the speculum then. Um, so often they're like, that we're done. That's it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, that's the experience that you want to have when you go to the gynecologist, not something that's rough and gruff and... <laughs> Right. Exactly. Really uncomfortable and adds to the trauma. Right. Exactly. I find that so many of my patients get traumatized, you know, by speculum exams in in general. And I I don't know why there isn't more, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't know why there isn't more like talk about that in particular. Like there's so much focus of like, I got to get your cervix and I got to, you know, get your pap smear that there's just, it, it's so crazy. We definitely do so much more harm trying to get a pap smear sometimes, especially in my population that I predominantly see, which is, you know, menopausal. So there's that low estrogen state, but yeah, even just right. an exam can be so traumatic for people. Um, 
And I just don't think the system is so, is, is just set up for success the way it is. Well, and I feel like that in our traditional OB-GYN practice, I've lived it. I know you're running between the operating room and the delivery suite and the office and back and forth. And it, it, it really takes that attention and you feel this sense of rush and it's hard to just simply be present. And I feel like with my direct care model, that's what I've created is that a place to just simply be present with them mm-hmm. and allow them the time and educate them about this is the speculum. This is what we're going to do. We can use the appropriate size speculum for you. Um, you know, it, whether we need lube, whether we, you know, whatever, um, just really taking that time and allowing them to relax and really talking them through the exam, I think makes a big difference in how they experience the exam. Yeah. And, um, you told me you just got NAM certified, which is amazing. Yes. Yes. So exciting. What I am personally interested in knowing Les, um, you know, did you do your training in Texas as well? Yes, I did my training in Texas. Uh-huh. Yeah. So tell me, what was your experience in terms of um, training in menopause, um, training in perimenopause, menopause, sexual health disorders, sexual desire, hormone therapy? What was training like? You know, mine was pretty devoid of all of those things. You know, and I did a year of OB and then, so just only a quarter of what you did, and then three years of internal medicine, but all devoid of all of those things. But anyways, I'm wondering what it was like for you and, you know, thinking about why you were interested in, in getting NAM certified and, and really what that means for women in general, that there's more wonderful people who listen to patients to do um, care yeah. on, you know, all parts of our reproductive cycle. Yeah, absolutely. Um, my training was probably very similar to yours. You know, I mean, in OB residency, of course, we talk about menopause. Of course, we talk about the symptoms. We talk about treatment, but it was very similar to yours. It was around the time of we treat with the lowest effective dose for the shortest period of time. Um, you know, all this, the scare and the fear about the risk of hormone replacement therapy. And um, as I got into private practice, just recognizing how sparse that knowledge truly was to adequately treat the symptoms that we go through in that middle phase of life, you know, this transition where we spend the majority, I mean, we spend much more of our life than we do our reproductive years, right? Mm-hmm. And those menopausal symptoms are just a common complaint in the OBGYN office. And so I spent a year developing a GYN program for a hormone replacement therapy clinic and looking at their protocols and creating GYN protocols and seeing that in order to do this really well and to take care of women, because I see that they're being taken advantage of and we're, we're preying on their insecurities, Mm -hmm. um, that I really needed to beef up that knowledge. And I feel like anybody who's doing menopause medicine should be NAM certified. Mm -hmm. And so I just said, okay, I'm going to do it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Because I think that, you know, while you know, pharmacological treatment, you know, behavioral and alternative therapies are all available to women today. Um, nothing's probably as effective as reducing the vasomotor and vaginal symptoms as hormone replacement therapy, but it's got to be best fit to the individual patient, right? And, mm-hmm. and some women, joint pains and aches are going to be more or a, a more common complaint, or they might find themselves filling out of alignment, or they want to work on their lymphatic system, right, to improve their immunities. And these are all things that, that sure, we can incorporate that into your treatment plan. It can be tailored and customed and as unique as you are. Oh, tell me more about those. I'm like so interested in all those other things that you just mentioned. And, you know, do you, um, do you get to do those other things because you have the time 
with your patients to really dive deep into lifestyle choices, diet choices, cognitive behavioral therapy options that are available to them. That is so cool. It's really cool. Um, Yes, I do have time to dive into those with them. And I'm really hoping in 2022 to add on nutrition and a cognitive behavioral therapy piece um, to the practice, because I think it's key because one of the key one of the questions that I often ask women is what is that one thing that's holding you back from living your best life? And, you know, a male provider once said to me, well, why would you ask him that? It just seems like you're going to open Pandora's box and then you're not going to be running on time, et cetera. And I'm like, because it matters. <laughs> that is the crux of <laughs> it, it right there. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And oftentimes it is not what they came to see the gynecologist for, right? right. It's my food allergies. It's my anxiety. Well, guess what? Then I become you know, that becomes my project number one. How yeah. do I connect you with the right person uh-huh. to solve this issue? Because then they're going to not only improve their quality of life, they're going to remember Dr. Warriors is the one who helped me through this or actually asked the question. She cared enough to actually ask, right? ask the question. Yeah, exactly. Yes. I feel as though, and um, uh, right, I, I just recorded and uploaded the podcast on why women feel so dismissed. And, yes. uh, you know, I, of course, think such a big component of this is not individually that physicians are malicious, but just that we're not educated on it. You compound that with our time constraints, everything that you right. just said. But, you know, it takes just the, the difference between just never asking that question. What's the one thing? For me, I always say, if I, in my, my if for, for anyone who is my patient, you'll know, cause I say this every single um, visit, I'll say, if I had a magic wand in my office, what is yeah. that number one thing you'd want it to do? And that's kind of yeah. my way of asking that question. So it's so funny that we both ask that. And that just changes the trajectory of the conversation so much more from what can I do? What can I do um, that could help you in the shortest amount of time to what do you need from me? Right. Absolutely. I feel like then you're the guide and you help them be the hero of their own story. Right. And so sometimes it takes just speaking up, you know, maybe that's sexual wellness and maybe that's actually asking the question, you know, for, from, I had a patient when I was in the hormone replacement therapy clinic, um, come in young girl who was married with two kids for sexual dysfunction. Right. I send spouse and kids away and we have a real talk. she never had an orgasm. She didn't know about her clitoris. She, she didn't know. I'm like, of course you haven't had an orgasm, honey. Let's put on a glove. Let's do an exam. This is, where yeah. is. you know, yeah. education, like yeah. getting to the root cause is root so ca- key. And yes, who has time for that? Right. In the traditional setup for medicine, it's very yeah. hard to have the time to really do that. And here's a pill. Here's a prescription, right? It's just so much our, our wellness, especially as women, I feel like is so multi-layered yeah. that we have to be willing to get into the real stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is, that is, um, such a perfect story of something that could have been missed forever, you know, yeah. and she could have tried so many different things, but really it was just, just, you know, hadn't needed and needed to just know her anatomy and needed to even just say out loud what was bothering her and giving, giving people the time and space to do that is so unfortunately very, uh, limited uh, these days. So that is so exciting. Uh, so, you know, 
what is your favorite part of your practice besides for, besides for, um, all the wonderful things we just talked about and really getting, giving people some time. I know I'm asking you a big question here, but what is your favorite part of, of what else that you do? Cause it's so multifaceted, you know, you're podcasting and, um, momming and social media and, you know, got all this stuff. So how, how, what is your favorite thing? So my favorite part is patient results and really seeing the benefits of, uh, and allowing them time and space. I just find it so fascinating that you've been able to incorporate what is unique and special about your education and your training. Um, and I think that maybe at first glance, you, you know, like thinking about your story, you kind of overlooked it or, um, you know, me, your mentor kind of pulled it out of you, but I think this has really been, um, such a big part of who you are and for you to then affect the lives of so many other women. And that's just so cool to see that unique part of your education, um, and then into that unique part of your training. Um, and so can you, yeah, tell us a little bit more about, um, um, uh, how you, how you get to incorporate that aspect into, um, seeing your patients, especially those who are midlife, but potentially also those who are, you know, postpartum, um, or peripartum. So we're talking about the hands-on osteopathic treatment. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's fabulous. You know, some women need just one treatment for them to feel realigned in their body. And then some require multiple treatments and some, um, stay on because they think it's the greatest thing. So, you know, um, really it is just a matter of, oh yeah, recognizing that, yes, I have back pain or I have pelvic pain. Um, you know, a lot of times patients are referred to me from their OB-GYN specifically for that piece of care, right. Where they're getting their primary OB care elsewhere. And they come see me just for the hands-on treatment. Um, or sometimes they've come for a well woman visit and they're like, yeah, you know, I had a motor vehicle accident three years ago. I've always had this back pain. It's right here or here, or I'm carrying my stress here. And so osteopathic manipulative treatment is so cool because it really takes into consideration, well, what's hurting? Where's the stress pattern? Um, what nerves are innervating where? How can we impact that? And, and really treating customized to that patient's needs, whether it is, you know, somebody in their peri postmenopausal phase or somebody, you know, in younger years, um, postpartum mamas really benefit from this, um, as they're trying to fly to see you. (laughs) Totally. I mean, because your body has just gone through this major metamorphosis, right? Your core muscles have been stretched to the max. Um, you're not sure how to engage your core anymore. You're toting a baby around and probably lifting a toddler (laughs) and car seats and strollers and all of the things. Right. And, um, they, they really need me in this time, even, if it's like, here's how we're going to lift our card seat when, and if we have to lift it, right. We're not going to lift it as often as we cannot, (laughs) but if we have to, here's how we decrease the stress on our back. Um, here's how we're going to move the car seat in and out of the car. Um, you know, they really benefit from just feeling realigned and strengthened in their body. Because I always say, you know, I can realign you and you'll be back next week if I don't lengthen and strengthen those muscles so that we stay in alignment. And so I think that is really an empowering thing too, because they see, oh my gosh, if I do these stretches, if I do my exercises, I actually am am so much better. Um, One fabulous story I have is a woman who was referred to me in her postpartum period. She's eight months postpartum and she was feeling this intense pelvic pressure and she just 
swore she had pelvic organ prolapse referred by her OBGYN. And I'm like, well, her OBGYN can handle pelvic organ prolapse. So at first glance, I'm like, what is this? Do her full exam, do a pelvic organ prolapse, you know, test and score and no, no pelvic organ prolapse whatsoever. And so I talked to her about it more, you know, weight gain, postpartum period has been there since delivery. Well, what are the, the, what are the, what's the trauma result revolving around your delivery? Put her on an exercise regimen that she actually does. And she comes back and 30 days later, the heaviness in her pelvic floor has resolved. And she's like, and my incontinence is gone. And I'm like, look at that. Yes. <laughs> Added bonus, you know? Oh my gosh. It's just so cool to see it in action. Like I know. we can realign. Like yeah. it's more than just the nuts and bolts of right. here's a medication. Um, let's do surgery for that. Right. It's like, no, how is our body functioning and how can we repair? And I'd love to liken it to like yeah. a baseball player who had a shoulder injury, right? If he injured his shoulder, he's going to be in physical therapy for months, right? Mm -hmm. We deliver a baby through our uh -huh. pelvic floor and yeah. we don't have any standardization for recovery. Right. None. 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 Which None. is why I was so delighted to partner with a public floor physical therapist because Yay. everybody needs it. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. And if you haven't listened to last week's um, episode um, where we talked all about public floor with a uh, public floor physical therapist, these two episodes go right together. Um, so now my like last lingering question for you is like, are you training other osteopathics, especially those who want to do women's health focused or OBGYN? Because like this, what you have is so freaking unique and maybe you're not, but like, you know, or like I, I, this just seems so cool. It seems so special. Like this, these two avenues that you've made. So I don't know if you Thank have you. thought about that at all. Yeah, thank you. Um, I have had several OBGYNs referred to me like to consult about this. And so actually now I'm doing consulting if you want to um, create your own niche practice at drcarolynmoyers.com. Yay! Uh, yeah. oh, that is so cool. Oh my gosh, and that's amazing. Yeah, and a couple of residency programs I've reached out to, like, can you like, you know, especially if they're DO residencies, like they need additional training. And so they're OBGYN residents, they want them to understand how can they actually utilize this in a practice? Which I had the same question in a busy obedient practice, right? How right. can I really put this to use yep. and still meet my RBUs, right? Yeah. And it's surprising that it doesn't take as long as you initially think that it will. Yeah. Um, but laying your hands on somebody and doing a quick a treatment and adjustment makes a world of difference in how they feel, how they perceive their treatment. And I, I would imagine just again, like everything else, looking at it through a female lens or a reproductive lens or however you kind of want to frame it, but you know, being, being someone who's seen inside the pelvis, right. Operated in yeah. the pelvis, delivered babies, seen all those things, just such a unique perspective you have on even just aligning uh, women's bodies in general. So I just think this is like, how do you, you know, <laughs> that's maybe for you to work on the next like 30 years, right? How do you take all this right. and, like, package it because to, to other right. folks, but I'm, I'm excited to see that you are, you know, like that you're doing that and folks around you are realizing this is so cool because <laughs> it is. <laughs> um, so where can people find you or follow you if they want to do so? Yeah. So I'm at Dr. Carolyn Moyers on Instagram 
And um, my website is drkellenwarriors.com, but also Sky Women's Health is my practice. And so I'm at Sky Women's Health on Instagram and skywomenshealth.com for our website to check out what I'm doing. And my podcast is called, is called Sky Women. Okay. And I'm going to link all of those below. Do you manage all of those? Tell me no. Currently I am and oh I am overwhelmed. Yes, 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 yes. As someone who doesn't have to manage anything other than my personal account, I, I, I mean, you're working on overtime, but you know, you, you have such excellent content. You have amazing free resources on your podcast. And I think just the, these are amazing places to start just to open the conversation, the dialogue, thinking about these types of women's health issues, bridging two things that seem like they may not be related, but like way more better together than they are separated. So I am delighted to have like gotten to know you over the last two years or so, I think. Um, and I've been on your show and I got to be on mine. So I, I just want to say from like one person who's so passionate about women's wellness, both, you know, psychologically, as well as their bodies, connecting those to another yeah. amazing job, amazing work. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I am a super fan of yours as well. <laughs> I was just I, catching up on your last episode before we hopped on. <laughs> oh, well, thank you so much for taking the time uh, to be on this episode. I I did let baby Brody go downstairs because at the first part of the show, he was making a little too much noise, but he was a little too excited um, to see you again, to hear your voice again. So um, <laughs> I'm going to link all of your um, uh, uh, websites and media handles down below. Um, so if anyone is interested, um, or you want to see her, um, please feel free to check those out and thank you so much again. And I will see everyone for a brand new episode next week. Bye everyone. If I haven't already done so, thank you. Thank you from the bottom of my heart for listening to my show. Consider subscribing so you never miss an episode. Also, if you love the show, your stars or a quick review could really help other women who are searching for information on menopause and midlife around the globe find this show. If you want to work with me, consider the Reclaiming Menopause Masterclass. The link for that is in the description to this show. Thank you again from the bottom of my heart for all your support, and I'll see you next week for a brand new episode. Episode.